Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from Luke Boyd. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. seated and let's just stay in this place of reverence. God is good. He's always at work. He's always doing something. Wow, we're starting a new theme. It's called Forget Not His Benefits. What a cool theme. Um, I thought I was going to be preaching on another theme, but it swapped to this and I was like, man, I don't know if I have anything for this. Um, But just so happens that God had something for this. And I get to do the first one of of the theme, and I think it's going to be a good message because what it's going to do is set us up for the rest of the the time that we spend on this message because we're going to learn to position ourselves in a certain way to really lay hold of this great theme that I'm excited about. Uh, Worship team, you are awesome. Thank you for all you do. Lisa, you may take a seat now. Um, you were taking me into the heavenly realms and I have to get the job done. So stop it. Get off. I can't do my job when you're on there. Right. Life is a blessing that has the most incredible moments pop up at the most unlikely of times. Um, A while ago, and I shared this with you uh, not so long ago, in a giving message where uh, my family was experiencing this super hot day. It was so flipping hot, and uh, it was really humid and muggy, and everyone was sweating it out. And um, yeah, BO was up through the roof, not for me, because I don't, I just have these miraculous pits that don't really smell. No, I probably do. Um, I was going to share something. I'll share something. Would you guys judge me? If I told you I haven't used shampoo in almost two years, or soap. Probably shouldn't have shared that, that's cool. Um, anyway, it was a super hot day, and um, come smell me anytime you like, you'll find that it isn't bad. It's not really that bad, but anyway. Um, it was this super hot day, and my little daughter, Miller, was like, <laughs> you know that look when you're like, your face is red and your hair's like stuck to your face because you're sweating and she's just like agitated and she's like grumpy and moany. And then what happens? The ice blocks come out. And like Miller loves ice blocks and it was just one of those moments where we just sat down on the floor, put our back up against the wall and we just ripped the top off of these ice blocks and we started to eat them. And Miller attacked it, slurping and chomping, and it was a really cool moment. Um, Psalm 103, forget not his benefits. I am going to read this whole chapter out because it's a very, very exciting chapter and I think it says a lot of good things. Um, uh, and just a little bit of a encouragement. If you're doing life and you're like, uh, man, I don't really hear God that much anymore these days, I would just like to ask a question. Are you reading your Bible? 
Mm. I challenge you and encourage you to read your Bible, especially if you're not hearing God that much. That is something that will help you out very, very much. But I don't hear God, you know, I'm going through this trial and I don't know what to do. I'm not hearing him. Have you read your Bible? No, no, I don't really read my Bible that much. Try it. Um, So Psalm 103, the Bible's so profound. Psalm 103 was going to start at verse 1. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise, I'm going to start to say it again. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children, and with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts, you his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works, everywhere in his dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. What an awesome chapter. If you're ever having a bad day, you should read that. Um, It's pretty good. (laughs) It's a bit of an encourager, but there's a lot in it, I find. And So what's the deal with Psalm 103? Um, It has a sister chapter, 104, in the psalm, and they uh, belong to the last four hymns in the fourth book of the book of Psalms. And within these uh, these two chapters, um, they actually—it's really quite amazing. So imagine the whole Bible and what it says about God. You'll find it in 103 and 104. Pretty much everything that the Bible says about God, you'll find in 103, 104. You want to know who, what, who God is, what he's like? Read Psalm 103, 104. It sort of summarizes the whole view of God. And um, it's, it's, it's really cool, isn't it? Isn't that weird that there's these little things that you find out about the Bible and you just dig a little bit? Please, I encourage you again to read your word and, and find out everything you can that's in there. It's packed full of revelation and divine help. Um, and in, it even goes as far as 
uh, recognizing the Trinity. Wow, it even does that in 103 and 104. In 104, you see that um, God is described as the creator and sustainer. There's this Father God figure that appears. And also in 104, you see God the Spirit at work doing all these cool things. And 103 is... Um, so we've got God the Father, we've got God the Spirit, and then in 103 we find uh, God the Saviour. We find this, this imagery of Jesus, which was obviously personified a thousand years later from that moment that King David wrote this psalm. And um, a thousand years later, it was all brought to fulfillment, and it was just absolutely personified in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's a cool thing, isn't it? It's amazing. So when I read the Bible, I always like to ask myself this question. I always like to um, sort of ask myself, so I wonder what this person uh, felt so compelled to write this down. Why did he want, or why does she want to write this down? There's something in it that they wanted to try and tell. There's, there's a reason to, to why they write the certain things. Nothing is in there just like <laughs> on a whim. It's this miscellaneous bit of thing. There's a, there's a reason that they felt compelled to write down. It wasn't easy just to flick out a biro or grab your iPad out and jot it down. They, it was pretty hard work to write things down back in those days. Um, wasn't that accessible to grab a, I don't know, a stone and a chisel. No, David had, I'm sure he had pens and paper um, or some primitive kind of pen and paper. But yeah, they, they felt that there was, some, there was a reason behind it. Uh, and so we see in verse, uh, we're going to go now and focus mostly on the first five verses. It's a big chapter. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I'm just going to have a bit of a look at the first five verses um, but really, really hone into the first two. So maybe we could put those up. We'll just have a quick look uh, at uh, Psalm 103, verse 1. Uh, praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. And we're going to have a look at two. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So we see David, he's actually commanding himself. <laughs> he's like, he's speaking to himself. He's saying, hey, praise the Lord. Oh, my soul, everything that is in me, praise his holy name. And he also encourages himself to, to not forget all of the goodness of God. There's this moment, you see, it's, it's, a, it's a moment of, and doesn't that make you ask a, a question? Like, I wonder why he, he's doing that. Why is David doing that? And I believe that we as humans, uh, we tend to not want to naturally praise God <laughs> um, in various moments of life. It's so easy to do when everything's going well. God, thank you so much for that car park. I just went straight in, like, yeah. And then it's like, you, you rock up and there's no car. Where are you, God? Like, um, uh, most of the time, you don't even say, where are you, God? You're just like, God, damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, but there's all these moments in life where everything's not going our way and we find ourselves, we forget 
uh, God and all of his benefits. And David's in probably one of those times where he's like, oh man, it's, it's not going well, but I know I need to do this. I need to do this. There's a reason why I need to do this, which we'll find out. But there's a reason. I, I cannot let my circumstances determine. I, I have to praise God despite my circumstances. And I can't forget, I cannot allow myself to forget all of his benefits. I have to remember them. They have to stay in my mind. And he's, you can see him. It's, the, the language shows almost, you can, it doesn't take much to imagine. He's like standing there going, nah. I'm doing this. I'm praising God and I will not forget his benefits. He's taken action. Um, so sometimes we find it so easy to focus on the negative circumstances in life instead of God, especially when we're going through a tough time. But God is always at work, renewing, restoring, and reconciling all things, even when we can't see it. There's this saying in I find it pretty uh, true. If we do not give thanks for them, meaning the good works of God and the benefits, if we do not give thanks for them, we do forget them. That's just how we are as a people. Uh, we, we just, if we, if we don't acknowledge and, and give thanks, we do forget them. There's something to be said about gratitude, which is Definitely the stance that King David, I believe with all my heart, he's positioning himself to get into. He wants to get into this position of gratitude. He's, it's, things probably aren't going his way. Who knows? He had a lot of trials and tribulations, that guy. Um, but uh, he had dudes throwing spears at him and armies wanting to kill him and all sorts of inside jobs wanting to kill him. Yeah, he had everything going on. Um, and I'm sure he, you know... <laughs> Things won't go on his way, but he's like, nah, I got to get into a stance, into a position, into uh, position my heart in a place of gratitude. Um, Miller looks up at me uh, in this moment of relief. (laughs) She's got this pink ice block. It's her favorite color ice block. Um, And she's, she's just slurping away and she's loving it and... And there's this moment where I'm looking at her and you can see that there's a lot of relief. I can see that she's um, just enjoying it and savoring every suck and every like, little drop that's melting down the side. She's licking her hand and she's loving it. And um, she looks up at me and says, and she was a fair bit younger than what she is now, and she says, thank you, Ice Block Daddy. And it just, I was like, oh, yeah, cool, no worries. And um, I was just eat my ice block. I was like, yeah, sweet, well, good. Yeah, I'm straight, you should be thanking me. Um, um, we've been teaching her manners. It's good to see the payoff. Um, no, no, and then, no, and then um, again, she's just looking at me and she's going, thank you, ice block daddy. And I'm like, oh, that's all right. Like, <laughs> that's all good. And um, this just happened over and over and over again. She kept looking at me, just looking at me, saying, thank you, ice block daddy. And I was like, oh, okay. Forget not all his benefits is the next verse. Let's have a look at that. Let's just bring that up. Forget not all his benefits. It's verse 2. Jazzy. 
<laughs> yes. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now, um, who can say hoo-ha-ha? Okay, so in the Hebrew language, there's this word. No, it's not hoo-ha-ha. Don't you reckon when preachers preach and they unpack a Hebrew word, they can say whatever they want. They don't even have to say the real thing. They can make it all up and no one's going to know. I love it. It's so funny. But um, no, I actually did look up. I studied it for quite a while. I'm really digging into the Hebrew uh, of this word benefit that's used. Uh, the Hebrew word for benefit here is not uhaha, it is gemul. Gemul. It's probably he's breathy too. I find the Hebrew language really breathy. It's probably like gemul. It's probably more like It's more like that. I could imagine in my mind. Gemul is a word that encompasses actually a lot of words, uh, and they're words like dealing, treatment, recompense, uh, benefit. And so I started to look into it, and I started. I wanted to break it down, and I, I came up with this sentence. Um, take from it what you will. So if we broke it down further, we could read the verse like this: Forget not the beneficial ways in which he deals with us and treats us in response to our behavior. And that changes everything. All of a sudden, you look at that and it's, oh yeah, forget not all his benefits, but that's the way that he deals with us. Uh, All the things that he does for us despite our own behavior. Um, It's not just this simple, straightforward thing. He's doing a lot of stuff for us even though we probably don't deserve it. And you see further on through the chapter that there's a lot of undeserved favor, grace, love, forgiveness, and all this stuff that goes on. Um, So what are the beneficial ways in which he treats us and deals with us? I want to get through this message um, shortly, and I want to have some time at the end where we can stand, and I'd love to pray for more people, and I'd love for us just to capture this moment that I believe God's doing here. It's going to be fun. Um, So I'm going to get through it. Don't worry. We've had an incredible day so far, and I believe it's not finished. So what are the beneficial ways in which he treats us and deals with us? The next three verses, which I said earlier, they were, it was all personified through the the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, But let's just have a look at these next three verses. It says, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Claim it, Pastor Julie. Uh, The eagle to the uh, ancient Hebrews symbolized gracious and tireless strength. This gracious and tireless strength. They look at the, that eagle and it's like, wow, look, look at how gracious it is in flight and it just seems to never get tired. It can soar up there all day. Gracious and tireless strength. And so in him we find uh, forgiveness, 
healing, redemption. These are all the words that were used in these uh, verses. Forgiveness, healing, redemption, love, compassion, satisfaction. Now, that's something that is, I want us to actually remember, satisfaction and grace and strength. Thank you, Eagle. Um, when Miller had this heightened sense of gratitude, um, it kind of puzzled me for a moment because I was like, it's just an ice block. <laughs> it's just an ice block. But she got it. She got it. She was, her heart was in this moment of complete and heightened gratitude and she knew and saw and experienced every last drop of benefit that ice block brought her. The reason I believe King David was commanding himself to be in a position of gratitude, now listen please, was so that he could see and experience and experience, sorry, these undeserved blessings. It's only in the moment when we choose to position our life in a position of gratitude do we truly see and experience the vast blessing and the, the incredible gifts that God bestows upon us. Because when we don't have a position of gratitude, sometimes we're like, it's just an ice block. It's just an ice block. Yeah, I'm saved. Well, yeah, it's just an ice block. Yeah, you know, I've got this and that and I've got all these promises. But sometimes we look at them just like ice blocks uh, when you don't see them through the the, the heart of gratitude. And I believe we're going to learn so much about uh, being in a heart of uh, gratitude over these next few weeks. And it's staying in this sweet spot of a, of a heart of gratitude and gratefulness for all the incredible works that were, that were given to us through Christ and in Christ. And, and I, I just want to encourage you to stay in this, mo- this mode of gratitude because I believe that as we do speak about all these things, you're going to see them and you're going to experience them. You actually, they're not going to be just an ice block. They're going to be an ice block. And you're going to lick every last drop of that thing. And you're going to love every moment. You're going to see it. You're going to experience it. You're going to feel it. It's going to be living inside of you. I just want to read this uh, out. I was writing it down. And it was one of those moments. I didn't really cry anymore on stage. It's pretty good, hey? I've sort of curbed that. Um, it's, it's a lot of work, trust me. Um, but I still cry when I'm writing things down. <laughs> I'm in this sweet spot with God. I'm like, oh, this is awesome, God. Because um, he was talking to me and I just got blessed. I might cry, I don't know. Let's see, let's see what happens. Um, I want you to, why don't we all just close our eyes? Um, sometimes we imagine a God in the sky demanding that we be grateful and needing us to say thank you. But maybe being grateful is less about what he needs and more about what we need. Maybe God realizes that when we are in a position of gratitude, we actually see and experience his benefits for what they are.
And in that moment, we are truly and deeply satisfied. Truly and deeply satisfied. So I'm just going to ask the band to come up just now, and I'm going to ask everyone to stand to their feet. Because I want us, church, to not miss this moment and not miss all the benefits, because we cannot just hold them as just an ice block. I want us to all look at them as ice blocks on the hottest day. Let's not just brush over these benefits, because these benefits were paid for with the highest of prices. The ice block cost me probably a buck fifty. And that was just such a small benefit. But the benefits that you have in Christ cost someone everything. And they're not to be taken for granted. Jesus Christ paid the highest price for all of the benefits available to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Um, Pastor Phil wants me to read this statement out. Maybe it is worth listening to again. Sometimes we imagine a God in the sky demanding that we be grateful and needing us to say thank you. But maybe being grateful is less about what he needs and more about what we need. Maybe God realizes that when we are in a position of gratitude, we actually see and experience his benefits for what they are. And in that moment, we can be truly and deeply satisfied. So Father God, right now as a church, excited to to hear of all these things that are made available to us in Christ, Lord God. As a church, Lord, we position ourselves, we command our soul. Praise the Lord. We come to you right now, God, with gratitude and we position ourselves. See, there's this, there's a teaching that can come out of those first two scriptures, and that is gratitude may not come to you naturally, but you have control over your faculties, and it is actually something that you can choose to do. You can choose to do. You don't have to wait for it to come over you like this incredible spiritual experience. But gratitude is something that you can muster up. And it's when we lay hold of ourselves and command ourselves, everything that is within us to position uh, in in a heart of gratitude, that we see God, we praise Him. And, and we, we got to commend ourselves, forget not all His benefits. Forget not the blessings that He's bestowed upon us, all the ones that we know of, all the ones that we don't know of. There are, there are more, there are too many to count. But God, through from now, Lord God, we want to stay in a place of gratitude and we realize we have control over that. So God, we choose tonight to be thankful, to be just to be filled with gratitude. God, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the ice blocks that you give us. God, thank you for all the benefits that you have for us. May we never take them for granted and may we always be grateful for them so we can actually see and experience them in all, all their manifest glory. Thank you, God. You are awesome. You are awesome. You love us. And Lord God, I look forward to everything we're going to learn and find out about. 
over these coming weeks. You are so good, Lord God. You are awesome in this place. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.